WHHHFM Speedway W286CN Available in HD Go Drop in The moment y'all been waiting for Broadcasting from the Isaacs and Isaacs WeWin.com Injury Lawyer Studio It's the show where Indy comes to top Open lines with Indy's newsman Cameron Riddle Hold up And good morning to you, Indianapolis. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, coming to you live from the hot 100.9 and 106.7 WTLC studios on this Sunday, November 6th, 2022, just two days until the 2022 midterm election. It's also first Sunday, so remember to take care of that business. Are you voting? Have you planned to vote? And who do you think is going to win your uh, humble Sunday morning talk show host uh, has not voted yet. My mind is made up. I just haven't gone to vote yet. So I'm actually, I said this last week, but this morning I actually am going to go early vote and get that knocked out of the way uh, this morning at 11. There are a number of places across Marion County where you can do that today. And if you're outside of Marion County, there are locations in your county where you can early vote today. So on this edition of Open Lines, we are getting you ready for Election Day 2022. We are looking ahead to the big races, both here in Indiana and around the country. The balance of power is really down to the wire. Even if you look at all the polls, if you just have a little bit of knowledge about the way things are going, um, even the polls may be tied or may have somebody up a little bit, but it's all still within the margin of error uh, in so many races across the country. And so uh, our community affairs director, Tina Cosby, is joining us this morning. She's on our live line right now to talk politics. Tina, good morning. Good morning, Cameron. And I am so glad to hear that you are well on your way to vote and put that vote in the bank before election day. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we are going to get that knocked out this morning. Uh, I will give the details on where some of the voting centers in Marion County are today so that if you are out and about, uh, like mm-hmm. we're going to be today, you can go just knock that out right now. No excuses. Yes, yes indeed. And I, too, am out and about. Um, my uh, my little 13-year-old niece uh, is going to be playing piano for the praise team at church today. So uh, I'm on my way to hear her, but I wanted to do your show first. So we're uh, we're all good. Well, I'm, I'm thankful you could spare a little time. And I'm also, also uh, excited to hear... Uh, how, how your niece is going to do. I'm sure she's going to do great this morning up on stage. First time on the piano in public, right? No, 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 no. She's been doing recitals. She's been playing since she was about seven. Okay. Yeah, so no, this is the first time she's been invited to play for the praise team at church. Ah, okay. Yeah, so this will be the first time. So we'll see, we'll see. But we're all going to support her. The whole family is here, and uh, we're going we're gonna to take care of it. We're going to be there with her. So, um... But, yeah, elections, uh, Cameron, I like what you said about the, the, the polling because it's all over the place. And there seems, I don't know if it is, is it me, but there seems to be this, this narrative in mainstream media that there's going to be this unbelievable red wave according to the polls and this and that and everything else. And they're, they're sticking with it. And I, I, I've interviewed a lot of candidates. Uh, on the show leading up to Tuesday. I'm going to do several, you know, as many more as I can get in uh, up to Election Day and including Election Day. 
and what the polls are showing and what they're saying that they're seeing on the ground is they're going door to door uh, to these uh, town halls and shaking hands in person. They're they're not syncing up, which tells me I tend to believe what the candidates say mm-hmm. uh, more so than what these professional scientists are saying because they've been dead wrong so many times and we know that. So uh, it, it's shaping up to be an interesting one. I, I can't wait to see how it shakes out, but I don't necessarily believe that we are going to see. Now, this is just me, the prognosticating. Here, I'm talking about the prognosticators. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I mean, it could be uh, a red wave. I just am skeptical of that until it happens. If it happens, uh, okay, I was skeptical. But I just don't see that from what the candidates are telling me, not from what I see but just from feedback from all the candidates I've interviewed. Well, my thought is, um, you know, you mentioned that you, when you turn on the TV and whatever, you know, you watch cable Ooh. news, they're talking about it's going to be this red wave. Quite frankly, it is just not sexy to say that everything is going to stay the same. There has to be some kind of conflict to get you oh, excited, yeah. to get you to yeah. keep coming back to watch. So saying that mm-hmm. something is going to change is conflict. So that automatically right there is why they jump at, uh, okay, well, let's talk about this latest poll because it's saying there's going to be change. If we said nothing's going to mm-hmm. change, mm-hmm. it's not sexy. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think that's part of it. But also, you know, we hear a, a lot on TV, you know, inflation, inflation, inflation. You know, I've said time and time again, and inflation comes and inflation goes. It is a temporary thing, and inflation fixes itself. And, yes, it hurts right now, but I just hope that um, – and I, and I wish there would be better discussion of which one of these are temporary things and which one of yeah. these could be permanent things. Yeah. Uh, um, you, you know, your right to health care. Uh, and also, and also, politicians want to talk all day uh, from both sides about um, – inflation and the economy and really they don't have a direct hand at the economy they have things that they could or may do or can't do or shouldn't do that may influence the economy but the things that they have the direct control over are the things that are your health care your women's yeah. right to health care how you get to vote um those things that they unilaterally can make that decision on and so it's a little annoying just like you said when you hear politicians say hey when i go talk to people yes they're concerned about inflation but unless you were born yesterday and this is your first time going through a price hike you know prices always come down um yes they do and and i think republicans i think republicans are better politicians than um democrats because what they're saying is we're gonna get in there and inflation, we're going to take care of inflation. Inflation is going to go down either way, no matter who is in charge. It never stays up. It's just like the stock market. It goes down, it goes back up. Uh, but it's a great selling point because you do remember the price of gas every time you go see it. Uh, but at the same time, there are these issues that come up every single day on things that affect you directly, whether it be your health care or women's rights um, or uh, – just a number of things that politicians actually directly do have a chance to control. So I'm want, so as you were saying, when you hear these politicians, some of them are saying, when I actually go talk to people, that's what they care about, are these yes. non-economy inflation issues. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what, Cameron, I, I would agree. Um, the Republicans are far better at driving a narrative 
uh, and driving at home, but Democrats need to be better at calling them on that because the Republicans are good at scaring you. They're terrible at keeping you safe. Uh, you know, case in point, gun laws and what have you, they talk about Democrats need to just take that hypocrisy and rip it in half uh, and throw it back in their faces for what it is. So, yeah, Republicans are far better at driving um, a narrative. Uh, Democrats, you know, are better at being empathetic and, hey, I get you, I understand you, what have you. But, um, you know, if they're going to stem the tide and stem the flow of what could be a, a red wave in 2022 and then again in 2024, they're going to have to learn how to fight back in, in, a, in a way that they've never done traditionally, because this is not a traditional fight. Uh, this is not tradition. These are not traditional times. And so I would uh, I, I would agree with you there. Uh, but, the, yeah, the, the, the thing about the polling, too, I want to get back to that, because that, that is so unbelievably biased. And people who answer these questions, somebody has to write the questions, Cameron. Mm-hmm. So, they, they, it, you know, just the fact that these questions are asked, what do you think about the economy? Well, maybe you should ask what is, what is most important to you. I just think that some of the, um, the, the questions in the polling is automatically biased. So you're only going to be able to answer questions about, like, three or four topics and then rank them in order of importance as opposed to talking about what makes you tick, you know, what's going to make you go to the polls. What do you look for in a candidate? And things like that. And so I, I kind of shake my head because I, I listen to these questions that the pollsters are, are asking people, and they're very focused and very directed towards, I think, a certain outcome. I mean, I, I don't know. What do you What do you think? I, I think, yes. Um, it's also, um, again, there's it, – it's so much short-term – you know what? Yeah, what yeah, yeah. It's it's so many of these short term questions, and I think that's where you're getting a lot of the economy stuff. But as we talked about on your show um, a couple of days ago, when I came on and spent Friday with you, it's yeah. it's also um, kind of what's brought up to you, which is kind of what you were just saying. Just like we've talked about, you know, you hear you're hearing a lot about crime. You're hearing a lot about how crime mm-hmm. is up and crime is this and crime is that. And yes, crime is happening. But if you actually and you're hearing about it more and let me explain why you're hearing about it more on TV, there are more newscasts. So we've so we bring you the very latest. What's the very latest thing to bring you is the shooting that just happened. You also you also have more access to information on what is happening uh, in crimes uh, based on an app called the Citizens app, which tells you in real time, hey, this is what's happening right now. So it may it seems like it's happening more often because you're able to learn about it more often. But statistically, when you actually look at the records, crime is actually down, uh, both yeah. here in Indianapolis and across the country. Um, yeah. But you are hearing about it more. Um, and so that's not to discount to say that it's not happening. But the narrative is that, well, crime is up. No, statistically, crime is down. Um, and, yeah. so, and so I think that drives... Um, a lot of it because you're hearing about it more than you ever used to because we have more opportunity to tell you about it and it's super easy to report. It is, it is. Crimes and fires, it just doesn't get any easier. I mean, the fire is probably easier than a crime mm-hmm. because that kind, of, that kind of takes care of itself. Well, for a uh, the, the multi the, the multimedia like in video, 
but yeah, yeah, and and you know, also when you think about it, when people go to the polls, is, are you really voting uh, regarding crime? Is that what's really on your mind? Because crime falls down um, pretty low in terms of what people are voting on or voting for. Yes, they would like crime to be uh, under control, but you know, when you take a deep dive into that, most people aren't voting unless you're voting with a prosecutor, uh, who we had on. Um, uh, Thursday, this past Thursday, and uh, he, he was quite eloquent and, uh, you know, stood his ground. Uh, Mayor, I'm talking about Marion County Prosecutor Ryan Mears, um, and uh, I, I liked what he said about the fact that, no, it's not where it needs to be, but there are some things that we can do to chip away at some of the systematic uh, imbalances that drive crime, uh, and I'm going to do my part to do that as well as, you know, keep the community safe, and I appreciate it him saying that because he wasn't trying to paint a, a false picture that, hey, I've got it, uh, you know, you're not going to be. No, he didn't at all. He painted a very realistic picture, uh, but at the same time was able to, you know, prove that he is doing something to, to get at it and to get at the, the root causes, especially root causes that impact minorities and blacks and minority populations in greater numbers. So, um, and that, that's where the Republicans get it all screwed up and, and turn it all the way around. Because you know, to, to hear a Republican ad, it's like black people commit crime, black people bad, white people good. Crime. No crime. You know, and it's, I, I mean, that's just what it looks like. I, do, I hate to say it that way, but that's what it looks like. And that's what a lot of people buy into uh, who want an excuse to vote, Republican well, or Republican crime. Yeah. And, and one more thought. Uh, on on on, I think you and I just kind of have di- dissected why the polls may not always be correct. You know, when I I was watching NBC Nightly News, I always watch Lester. Got to watch my Lester at six thirty, um, mm-hmm. and there was a story with the yeah, polls. You okay. <laughs> no, you and I. I'm just I'm laughing because you tell me about Lester all the time. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, Lester. Yeah, all yeah, right. I got got to get my Lester in. Gotta so. Get Lester. Uh, <laughs> so there's, um, you know, there was a story and they were going over the polls and saying what ranked highest. And one of the things that ranked the lowest of importance, according to these polls, um, yeah. was uh, abortion rights. And it just made me think um, one. It's like, wait a second. But up until last week, it's like every night on the news, you had stories about people protesting in all 50 states and big cities, small cities um, for or against abortion rights. So how is it that we can say that this poll um, is correct, but it literally contradicts every story that you have physically gone out to report on and, and you've showed us that people are literally in the streets Um for one for one view of it or another on abortion. So that's another reason why I don't believe that the polls are correct by ranking uh, such things like abortion so low because I haven't seen anybody out protesting inflation or gas prices. The one time you people did kind of protest gas prices is when they got up in the $5 mark and we all actually stopped buying as much gas. And what happened? Gas prices went down. I know when I was fine until we hit about $5 and I was like, whoa, whoa. The Nissan's only going to be getting a half tank with this $5 business. 
And sure enough, uh, gas prices have fallen and gas prices have not gone back up that high. But we have seen people literally in the streets protesting things like abortion. So it doesn't make any sense to me that you could then next week do a report and then contradict your own reporting and say, yeah, everything we told you about all the stories that we showed you from last week around the country where people were abo- were protesting. Uh, yeah, the polls say nobody cares. Yeah, and, and you know what, I would, I would venture to say that Still going on today and going on now more than ever because uh, a lot of these groups, including one of the groups that uh, that we have on our voter education uh, contributor, we have on once a week, uh, that that they encourage. I mean, they're they're encouraging people to vote on you know on Roe. They're encouraging people to vote on women's health health rights, and that that's going on now. And the the uh, the other thing, and I don't I don't I mean, I, again I don't want to beat a dead horse, but what happened to the stories that they were telling about record voter registration, record turnout. What happened to all of those stories? Who was registering to vote? Women and young people. Where, where is that? Did that just die when you decided to grab a hold of uh, inflation? That's, it, it doesn't go away. There are still women and, and uh, right to choose, choice, pro-choice groups that are still out there to this day right now and will be out there making their voices heard until Election Day encouraging. So I just don't, I mean, like I said, it's just hard. You make an excellent point, an excellent point about what they choose to cover and, and why. What they choose to cover is what they think the narrative is and what they feel is most compelling. I, I don't know. But record, and where is that? Are we accounting for that? Record voter registration, especially among women. Women have turned out and will continue to turn out. Uh, record, um, uh, what do you call it, record uh, early voting um, all over the country. They, that just seems to have gone by the wayside. Again, we'll see. We'll see. Well, Tina, uh, we've talked, so let's bring some folks in because I also want to get your thoughts on some of the races that are happening here in Indiana. And I'm going to start with uh, the Secretary of State with Diego Morales and Destiny Wells, but I want to open the phone lines up. Tina, you know we have a new phone number here in the studio. Oh, we do? We do. We are now at 317-239-100.9. That's our new phone number to get on the air here. 239-100. I love it. And how easy is that to remember, huh? So let's open up the phone lines and tell me who you're voting for, what you're voting for, and why. As Tina and I continue to talk, we're getting you ready for Election Day 2022, just Two days away, I'm going to give you the information on where you can go vote today. You can early vote from 11 to 6 at, a, I want to say it's it's either 6 or it's 9 different locations inside of Marion County. So I will be one of the people it's, going to vote today yeah. early. There's a, total of nine. There's a total of 9, including the city county building. And uh, today is the last day for early voting at any of the satellite locations, which are open from 11 to 6. Uh, tomorrow, you can early vote at the city county building, but only until noon. Look at and you. Yeah, only until noon. Well, I, I had it memorized. I, I see. <laughs> well, I rem- I knew it was a six or a nine. I just couldn't wait. Which I couldn't remember which way the digit was. Was it a six or was it a nine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Six o'clock today is the last. The last day for early voting locations in Marion County. And then, of course, you can vote uh, from six a.m. until six p.m. At any voting location, if you live in Marion County and you work on the south side, but you live on the north side, you can go vote over on the south side. We don't do the poll. We don't do the precinct locations. It's all voting centers. You can vote wherever it is, is the closest location 
uh, to you. So as we t- Cameron, yes, yeah, Cameron, there's 185 vote centers in Marion County throughout Marion County. If you can't find one, turn to the right, turn to the left. You got to find a vote center um, on election day between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. 185. It's just it's almost impossible not to find one or not to see one. I am thoroughly impressed on that you have memorized all of these different numbers. Well, well, numbers. I get okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do numbers. I do words. That's why I'm a talk show host. I can't do That's numbers. That's why I see you. Hey, I'm with you right there too. There's certain numbers I can do, but when it comes to voting, yeah. But, but yeah, this this is really important. And 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 I, the one thing you know, we talk about Indiana being like at the bottom of the the, the states, like 46 in terms of. Uh, access to voting, uh, you know, uh, ease of voting, what have you. But one of the things Indiana does right and does well is is to allow these these vote centers, especially in Marion County. There are several counties throughout the state of Indiana that allow for vote centers, and I think that is fabulous. That that really, you know, takes a lot of the edge off in terms of having to be at a designated location to vote. You can vote anywhere here in Marion County, and you're right, some of our surrounding counties as well have it. Uh, I don't have all of those uh, memorized, unfortunately. So, Well, uh, let's go to the phones here as we uh, say good morning to everybody. Make sure you've uh, adjusted your clock. It is 820, so if you're rolling around in the car this morning, if you like my cousin Ahmad who just texted, said he's out going to the grocery store this morning, hey, good morning, and make sure that you set your clocks to 820. It is not 720. No, it's not 920. It is 820 this morning, so you'll be super early going wherever you got to go this morning. So, uh, 317-239-1009. 317-239-1009. I always appreciate everybody who's listening to Open Lines on a Sunday morning at 8 a.m., Let's talk to some folks now who are wide awake. Let's go to the phone lines. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Cameron. I want to say greetings to everybody. Hey, Tina. Good morning. I said Miss Cosby. Um, and greetings good. to everybody. I, I call her I Dr. Know, Cosby. I, uh, I don't know if this is the right show for me since I'm not voting for anybody. Okay. Um, I, uh, you know, I was voting before Barack Obama. So I just want to, I just want to make a comment. And uh, something, uh, Cameron, you said earlier about the, the lack of knowledge or the or anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. this system, this system does not work and it hasn't worked. And if people don't understand and realize that the people that are in control, they're the ones that control inflation. They're the ones that control the housing. We are being controlled and then turn around and y'all want to play this voting game and, and get this person in and that person in. And all these commercials that have been on TV is about locking up black folk. And all these other counties in in Indiana are mostly uh, are white folks live there. And there's a lot of crime going on that's not being reported on the news. I, I'm just so sick of they folk, everything being focused in on us. This system does not work. It does well, not work. Well, this, let, this let, not, well, let me let, let me just say, Paul. Okay. You know, I, I respect yeah. you calling in, and I and I'm glad you that you did. But I I can't uh, I I can't. Um, you're you're contradicting yourself when you say the system is broken. But I'm gonna sit by idly by and do nothing about it. But I am doing something about you it. You said Cameron. you're not this voting. Is why, this is why I write. This is why I write to the president and different things, trying to get some of these demands. But how are you going to write to the same person that you just said you're not going to bother to vote for? Because, Cameron, this system itself needs to be shut down. We need to restart. And we can't restart 
having the same things on the same ballots year after year after year after year after year. But then why do you bother to continue to write to these same people? Like what you're I, I get where you're coming from, but I'm saying your actions are not matching your complaint in my mind. Okay, okay, well well this this next one's gonna gonna answer gonna answer that too as well. The reason why Cameron, the reason why I am fighting against this system Okay, and I, and I may be doing it by myself. I just know that it's not working for our people and it's not working for people in general. And I don't think that I don't I just don't see the same thing going on over and over again, year after year after year. We got the same topics year after year after year. When are we going to stop all of this nonsense? And do what's right for the people, period, because this we are being controlled and then turn around. We want to have fun voting. This is we we making we making something we making they made something into nothing. Well, I'm OK. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to okay. I'm going okay. to okay. let Tina get I'm in. And thank you, Paul. No, thank I'm you, Paul. Done. And I, I appreciate you calling. You know, I've I, and, I, and I appreciate when you send me I've seen your letters that you've sent to the presidents and Trump and Obama and whatnot over the years. I appreciate you always sending that to me. But and I do read them. Um, and I just got to say, when you put in there, especially when you say, like, hey, I'm not even going to vote. They stop reading your letter, crumble it up and throw it in the trash because you because you, you, you just you, threw yourself out. So let me let Tina respond. Thank you, Paul. Oh, go ahead, Tina. And you know what? I, I understand uh, Paul's frustration, but he's, he's cutting off his nose to spite his face, so to speak, in not voting. Because that this is all we have. Mm-hmm. And if we want to to reform it. We've got to do it from the inside out. You're not going to be able to do it from the outside in. You can't. So that's what voting will do for you. And if you don't vote, like you say, Cameron, you're just basically giving them exactly what they want. Mm -hmm. This is what this is their food. Voting is their food. You will not get their attention when you say, I'm not going to vote, because the only thing that makes any of them wake up and pay attention is that vote. And what he holds in the palm of his hand, as I say to, to callers all the time, is a piece of gold. If you want to wrap it up and throw it out the window, or a thousand, you know, however you want to, you know, however you want to look at it, go ahead and throw it out the window. You're, that's about as much attention as you're going to get, because you will, you, Cameron, you were so, so, so very right. That letter, the minute a politician or anybody gets to say, to say, where you say, I'm not voting, there you go. You have totally taken yourself out. The only way to fix it is to get in the game and get in there and do it from the inside out. No, it is not perfect. No, it is not good for everybody concerned. It's very harmful for a lot of people. But you cannot fix it from the outside. You have to go inside. You have to fix it from the inside out. That's the only thing we have right now. That's the best way to do it right now. Hey, and just... And for me, if just don't vote. You just don't vote. Yeah. Well, and, and you know that's fine, but the, and that's why you know Dion, especially when he's on your show, he always says, "I don't want to hear from people who aren't going to vote. Why are you going to call and complain about voting when you're not voting in the first place?" Um, exactly. And on exactly. top, and on top of that, there are just too many people uh, who worked, who got beat, who died uh, for us to have the right to vote. For me, just to sit back and say, "No, I don't think so." Um, that, well, uh, and that's just Cameron, me. I'm, I'm like I'm a lot like Dion because I come from a very you know political family. My grandfather was the first uh, city county black African American city county council person. I saw the importance of it. I was understood the importance. I have the top, the utmost respect for everybody that came before us to do it. And I cannot. I'm like Dion. I cannot tolerate any mindset that says I ain't doing it. I can, I just can't. I can't. With all due respect. So. Well, and of course, and and I'll say. Um, 
It's not that you won't tolerate. It's that why give you airtime to complain about something that you're not going to talk about? If you're not going to vote, just sit back and be quiet is, is, is the point that Dion was trying to make. But um, there well, are— it's hard, it's hard to fathom, though, Cameron. Look, the Fannie Lou Hamer story, that woman was sterilized against her will, beaten. I mean, when you think about what people went through, when you think about what people went through to get this to us, that's what's hard to talk. It's hard to it's hard to fathom. Maybe tolerate isn't the right word. It's just hard for me. I can't. Yeah. I can't process that. I'm like Dion, and and you hear Dion and I. You know, we we have very spirited discussions. But I am with him ten thousand percent with that. If if you if you're not going to vote, what's the point of talking about it? Let's go back to the phones, 317-239-1009, 317-239-1009. I never realized that that rhymed. All right, I can dig it. All right, caller go. on <laughs> line two. Good morning. You're live on Open Lines. Who's this? Hey, you know, it's an embarrassment to sit here and listen to what's going on in the radio this morning. I mean, who is going to go out Good morning, Larry. For, how you doing, Cameron? Who is going to go out and vote for something like abortion and vote for that, that men can have babies and uh, think that's going to do something to help it? When you go to the grocery store, and I know a box of Cheerios that I used to buy are now uh, $6. They used to be two seventy-five. plus gas prices are going to shoot right up after the election. Utility bills are going to go out outrageous. The only people who are talking about this energy program is the wealthy people that already have money, and they can afford all the ins and outs of that situation. But for poor people, they hate poor people. That's why they're doing what they're doing to us and expecting us to go along with it. But, Larry, you have voted already, issues. right? You have already voted, haven't you, Larry? I vote a straight Republican, and I think everybody else ought to vote straight Republican because the mess we have now with the senile person in the presidency and an incompetent person uh, right beneath him that's not going to be able to run this country, that's not going to be able to, to be a bully on the international stage for America. It's all about America, Cameron. When you look at our borders, and I hate it when I hear politicians, black politicians, especially Andre Carson, talk about our Latino brothers. They don't want anything to do with us, Cameron. Uh, the, the people that I know that are Hispanics and wealthy people, they say that they are that black people. They don't want them around their families. They don't want them around their women or anything else because they're no good and they're they're, they're loafers. They're not doing any work. All these jobs going on, Cameron. I was in the concerned clergy for many years, right? Every time I talked about, and this has been 30 years back, training a workforce. They never done it. All they wanted to do is get businesses uh, contracts so they could sell the contracts back to the prime for 2% and they could get money off of it. That's what it was all about. So, you know, I think for people to come out with the crucial stuff that we're going through right now on the international stage here in our domestic country, uh, we need to have a strong person of character in those offices than that. Uh, liberal white women who are fawning over black men and every uh, just trying to victimize everybody. They only right. want victims, right? All right, we I'm going to stop you right there for time, people. Larry. I'm going to stop you right there for time. And, I'll uh, be downtown today for souls to the polls. All right, all right. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that. Uh, all right. I will be. <laughs> all right, but Larry, hey, you know what? You know what, Tina? I know everybody. Larry's one of the people who people, when literally people will mention to me out on the street, oh, can't wait to hear what Larry's going to have to say. And you know what? Um, you may not agree with what Larry has to say, but at least Larry votes.
Mm-hmm. And you know what? You cannot. That that is all we're talking about, Cameron. I, whatever way you vote, that. But but get involved in the process. Yeah, I'm not telling. I never tell people who to vote for, but I am unapologetic about telling people you do need to vote for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, absolutely. And Larry is doing that. Uh, let's take it. Let's, let's let's jump. Let's get another call. We're gonna take a break here in a second. Uh, but let's go to line three. Good morning. You're live on Open Lines. Who's this? Uh, this is Pierre. Good morning, Cameron and Tina. Good morning. Oh, boy, morning. that's a great call. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, no, I just wanted to tell you, uh, boy, I made a real big mistake uh, in voting for uh, Cindy Carrasco. Mm. As many of you know, I, I have a problem with uh, Ryan Mears. Not going to go into it this morning, mm-hmm. but I just deserved, I felt that he didn't deserve to vote because he's not, I don't think he's doing his job in particular area but at any rate boy i made a big mistake voting for her let me tell you why she won't even come on tina's show and uh address the community and i have real problems with uh politicians especially these republicans that won't come on uh the community connection and 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 talk to the black community and um you know what are you running for if you're not and you know larry talks about it voting for Republicans, well, they don't even want to come on and address the community. And I think that's an affront, and I think it's insulting. Um, and um, it's, it's just it's just horrible. Uh, but 98% of the people that I voted for were uh, Democrats. And let me tell you something about the Democratic Party. Uh, we get up, and we put our boots on, and they go to work for the American people every day. And we do the best that we can with uh, the votes that we get, but you know, it's like President Obama and uh, President Biden back in 2008 saved essentially northwest Indiana or northern Indiana with the RV industry and uh, uh, in Kokomo. They never tell that story, uh, but and nobody ever puts it out. But uh, those industries would be dead had it not been for President Obama. And even though they saved a lot of white jobs, there's some black jobs in there, too. Uh, Democrats help us. Uh, get access to contracts and things this nature, and uh, health care and all of that. Uh, they help level the playing field. Uh, Republicans don't do that. Uh, so, um, and, and one of the reasons we've got three conservative justices sitting on the Supreme Court, because a lot of uh, black people didn't want to vote, young black people didn't want to vote for Hillary uh, back in 2016. And now we're seeing the results of that. So, you know, uh, get out and vote. Uh, vote Democrat if you want to save the country. And um, I want to thank you for taking my call, Cameron. All right, Pierre. Thank you so much for calling in. And thank you for doing your part in voting. You have a good Sunday. Mm-hmm. Tina, we got to take a quick commercial break. Uh, and then we will come back and continue with our election preview of 2022. And, Tina, I want to ask you, uh, one, we could mention what we've talked about, you know, Republicans and Democrats, who will come on our shows and who won't. Uh, We'll talk about some of that when we come back uh, as we get ready for Election Day 2022. This is Open Lines on 106.7 WTLC and Hot 100.9. We are back 
here on Open Lines on the new Hot 109 and 106.7 WTLC. Shout out to our producer, Brandon, who always gets the stations to sync up at exactly the right, perfect point. He just does that uh, so beautifully. So thank you, Brandon, uh, for being with us here this morning. We are getting you ready for Election Day 2022, just now two days away. We're joined this morning uh, by you, our callers, calling in at 317-239-100. 9239-1009. And also on our live line is our community affairs director and the host of Community Connection on our sister station, WTLC AM 1310, 92.7, 95.1. It is the very own Tina Cosby. Good morning, Tina. Good morning, Cameron. Wonderful to be here with you on this beautiful, it's just beautiful outside. It's going to be another great day. Yeah, I'm slightly concerned that it's uh, this warm, this late uh, in November. I don't know if that if we have things to pay for uh, long-term or in the short term, but there's probably consequences for this weather. But you know what? I'll, I'll take it in the short term because Election Day is Tuesday, so this holds. It's, it's a known fact that uh, good weather uh, increases voter turnout. Right, right. Less of an excuse uh, to yeah. go out and vote. And, Tina, as you said, there are places that you can vote today. Uh, if I remember, because Tina's got this off the top of her head, uh, there are nine different places you can vote today, early vote, from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. in Marion County, and then on Election Day, from 6 a.m. until 6 p.m. I'm talking about on Tuesday. You can vote at 185 different voting centers across Marion County. It's a little bit different once you get out into uh, the different counties, but every county has a different setup. But in Marion County, there are a lot of places to vote, and you can go vote as early as to Today at 11 a.m. at nine different locations, including the city county building today in Indianapolis and Marion County. Um, and the city county building will be open until noon tomorrow. For and noon tomorrow. Voting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tina, um, in this election, um, the balance of power is what it's all about. Um, it really is. And, and it's razor thin. And I'm very interested to see in some of these races where – um, you have a interesting candidate to say the le- to say the least. Um, if people still vote for that person because they have the right letter by their party, um, and that example could be um, in uh, really in in both parties. So you could go down yeah. to Georgia and look at Herschel Walker versus uh, the Senator and Reverend Raphael Warnock, but you could also then go up to uh, Pennsylvania where uh, you have uh, John Fetterman who uh, has is dealing with a health issue after having a stroke uh, and is running as a Democrat. Uh, but on the other side, you also have uh, the TV doctor, Dr. Oz, running on the Republican side. Um, and then you could also come right here in Indiana, where we have our own little interesting candidate uh, running for Secretary of State. Diego Morales uh, is running to lead the Secretary of State's office, despite the fact that he has actually been fired from that office um, twice um, under two different administrations. One, under the Mike Pence administration, yes, the Mike Pence, the former governor, uh-huh. the vice, the former vice president, the guy who's probably going to run uh, to be president this next time around, but also by the current attorney general, who at one time was the uh, secretary of state, Todd Rokita. He was fired under from from his state job by both of those folks for lack of performance, um, 
for a, a list of things he just they these guys and he was also fired um i i should say um this comes after he was fired uh by the secretary of state who literally went to jail um for corruption um that was a uh, charlie white um yeah he worked for him and even charlie white said yeah no this guy's got to go um yeah. charlie white later went to jail so even the guy who's a convicted criminal I didn't think that that guy was qualified to not uh, to not run that office, but to just work in it. So uh, we will see if now there has been reporting on on Diego Morales for the past couple of weeks. There's been questions about his military service. Um, there have been questions about um, a number of different things. And now there have been recently Abdul Hakim Shabazz had reported uh, two cases of women who he worked with. Um, who are lifelong Republicans who are asking you not to vote for Diego, Diego Morales because they said uh, he sexually assaulted um, or had some sexual misconduct situation with them. And in both cases, um, they said he these women said he tried to uh, he did or attempt to kiss them um, in two different scenarios years ago. Um, and so with that, on the other side, you have the Democrat, Destiny Wells, who Destiny Wells, who is running for Indiana secretary of state. The last time we had a um, Democrat secretary of state in Indiana was in 1990, when the current mayor of Indianapolis, Joe Hogsett, was the secretary of state. So it has been more than two decades um, since we have had a Democrat in that office. And so some are saying, hey, maybe now is the time, um, because even the Republicans who Jim Shella pointed out, um, long-term, uh, long-time political reporter Jim Shella and now columnist uh, pointed out uh, last week that um, Republicans realize that Diego Morales is a bad pick, but they're not saying anything because they're still hopeful that you'll vote for him and then they'll just boot him out of office and then appoint another Republican to that spot. So they're saying, so according to Jim Shella, he's saying there is no... Um, um, Republicans gain nothing by telling you right now not to vote for him because they'll just push him out. Um, yeah, and, and Cameron, not to mention uh, the recent article by James Briggs in the Indianapolis Star um, that it seems to implicate quite strongly that Diego Morales may be joining Charlie White if things go as they say they, they probably can, and that is he committed uh, – he's, he's allegedly committed voter fraud. He, um, with more than – he's got more yeah, than one property. Go ahead. More than, yeah, more than one property, and that's a level six felony. But you know what? The only thing I have to say about that in the Indiana uh, Republicans is uh, Indiana governor, the leader of our state, despite all of that, despite everything, yes, I'm supporting Diego Morales. That's all I need to know. And, and again, that's where I'm saying, hey— he can put in Diego Morales, and and should something happen with the case that you're talking about, where Diego Morales has more than one property, which that's not the issue. The issue he's not he has not voted where he has listed his primary residence to be. You know, maybe he's using, and I'm just using an example. Uh, he may have a second property in Hamilton County, so but his primary residence he lists as Marion County, and he's not voting where he says he actually lives. So that right there, it could be big problems. And so, as Jim Shella is saying, uh, there's no, it does nothing for Governor Holcomb, who you just mentioned, to say don't vote for him because if he gets convicted, he'll just boot Morales out and appoint another Republican to that position. So this, yeah, yeah, this goes back to. Yeah, yeah, the key is the acquisition of the spot. Then once they get it, 
and get the power, they'll do what they want to do with it. So they're not really worried about his character or what have you. That's out the window. The, the whole thing is the acquisition of power. And once they get it, it'll be in their hands to do as they wish. And, so they, yeah, yeah. And, and it goes back to my overall thought was, so we, I am watching to see how many people are voting for party, uh, because yeah. I've heard, you know, we I've been watching, and, and there are folks down in Georgia who are like, yeah, uh, yeah, Herschel Walker is is not a good person who should be qualified to uh, be our senator. However, we I want the Republicans to have control of the House and Senate, so therefore he's going to vote. I don't like him. I think he's trash. This you know this is literally what somebody said. This isn't me. This is somebody saying okay. that. But his vote is going to go to the Republicans, and I need that more than I care yeah. about having Herschel Walker in there. And you're going to see the same thing um, it, with uh, the Democrats in Pennsylvania. People are saying, hey, I realize Herschel, I meant not Herschel, um, John Fetterman has a disability, um, but I, that's not going to stop me from voting for him for one reason or another because his vote is a vote for the Democratic Party. Yeah, and I, I think more so than that, even beyond that, I think it's the human thing. Because people, who who hasn't known or been impacted or affected by somebody that's had a heart attack or right, stroke? Right, right. And, 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 and who hasn't had one themselves, you know? So I think that that is a, I, I really think that that's quite a turnoff to attack him for having had a stroke. Yeah. I, I that That's just what I'm seeing because, you know, you just never see people, uh, people come out at their best regardless of what, your party affiliation is if you're in need or if you're, you know, it's a sympathy thing. And knowing that he's doing his best and it doesn't mean that he can't serve, it's just that he's recovering. I don't know if that was the right move to attack him, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll see because I'm also, and I'm, I, I wish we would have heard more from um, some, some medical groups or medical associations who could say, because what they're saying is, uh, you know, when he did the debate, they're saying, well, John Fetterman, he can, he can barely, he can't, uh, He's not thinking clearly. And there's a difference between not thinking clearly and not being able to say what you are clearly thinking. Right, right. And, process. Yes. And he can process quite well. He just can't get it out. Or really, and he's got to train his, he's got to retrain his brain and retrain everything as a result of the injury that he suffered with the stroke. And so I think enough people understand that. I, I, I don't know, can't. Excuse me, Cameron. I don't think that that's going to scare people away from Fetterman in Pennsylvania. Well, I just don't. Yeah, and so so we. I'm I am interested to see. I think that was just that that's been an interesting race altogether. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so those are some of the races that, of course, we're watching. And then you got the Marion County prosecutor, which Pierre had something interesting uh, to say that he took a chance on her. But um, and and I want to go to the call, so I don't, don't want to stay too long on this point, Tina. But I did have Cindy Carrasco on this show. I was going to say she did do your show, but how long ago did she do your show, though, Cameron? Well, it was the last time I invited her. To be clear, in the same time that I invited Ryan Mears, they both did come. That was early on. Uh, Ryan Mears, I want to say he came on in December of last year, and that's when he officially said hey I'm going to run and then Cindy Carrasco came on I invited her I want to say she came on on January so you haven't heard them back on this show since then because I haven't invited them well maybe but yeah because you haven't invited them and all I'm saying is I have invited I've left messages and everything else and it's just you know radio silence so to speak no pun intended so I'm just assuming that it's not important right now at this point Mm -hmm. in time Maybe back at the point in time when you invited her, and I'm glad she came on somewhere. I am. I'm glad she came on somewhere because, you know, voters had at least had a chance to talk with her. But at this point um, in the race, I just don't think it's advantageous to her to 
even acknowledge. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Just acknowledge and say mm. no or whatever, but. No, it's not even in number. But go ahead, get your calls. Your All calls. right, 317-239-1009. 317-239-1009. That is the new number to get on the open line show. We're going to go until 9 o'clock this morning. It's you, me, and the lovely Dr. Tina Cosby, who has all of the numbers on where you can vote memorized off the top of her head today, starting at 11. You can't early vote here in Marion County. Let's go to the phones and see what you're voting for and why. Let's start with caller online. Let's go to one. Good morning. Who's this? This is Georgia boy. Georgia boy, good morning. I'm going to give you a minute. Go for it. Yes, uh, I'm sitting here in Midtown, Miami, and it's kind of sad to hear some of these callers talk about they're not going to vote. If they was down here in Miami the other night to listen at Val Dennings mm-hmm. tell you about what's going to take place on Social Security, Medicare, and everything else, they would, they would be jumping to the polls to vote. Now, I voted for Stacey Abram. I've been here in Miami a couple of days. I'll be leaving out in a couple of more days. But I voted for a straight Democratic ticket. And people need to be getting out and vote. I used to live there in Indianapolis. But I'm caught up between Miami and Atlanta. But I already cast my vote. I'm, I've seen so many homeless people here in Miami since the last two days I've been here. I'm, I'm right here at Biscayne Boulevard and 35th Street. And I'm looking at homeless people right now. And this is Midtown, Midtown, Miami. All right, y'all take care up there. All right, Georgia boy. Thank you for uh, taking open lines wherever it is you go. We're all the way down in Miami this morning. Appreciate you. Uh, all right, man. All right, 317-239-1009. See, you know, Tina, we got people who listen from all over. I love it. I love it. 317 317- Two three nine one zero zero. Now you can be like Georgia Boy and take us wherever you go. You know we've got apps, we've got the podcast. You never have to miss a, miss a second of open lines or community connection with Tina Cosby. Uh, let's go to caller online too. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Bree. Bree, you got one minute. What's on your mind? Thanks for inviting me. Um, so I just want to say that everybody be in these um, political you know positions and they don't really educate our black community about which parties to vote for and the benefits of voting for those parties. So whenever we're misguided, then we're to blame for not voting. And now that y'all are uh, resourcing out these places to go vote, but it's like nobody knows the integrity or the characters of these people that we're going to vote for because we're just systematic and by chain of command from the president, it seems to be all corrupted. Nobody is really helping the black community to really evolve or really know things. And we're not even coming together. We get on these podcasts and we get on these radios and public to talk about all their things and promote their wealth and their benefits. But we don't know how to come together and unify our community to profit and understand the laws and things that set to really demise us. We're not we're not elevating as a unit, a unity or as an individual, like he says, a lot of homeless people, we put people in these positions, but they don't execute in a way with integrity, with, you know, with power and with understanding what we've been through as a culture. Let me ask and you before you go, because we're short, we're short on time and I love what you're saying. Uh, I just want to know before you go, are you are you voting? Yes, I, I will go down there and take a look at everybody just off the strength of this conversation. Okay. Well, I will go and look. I honestly, I will go and look at people, but I'm I'm a convicted felon. I did five years. I got out in 2020. You know, I did my time in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I came home. I got 
everything I needed to get. I'm where I'm where I work now. You know, I've been home for two years, but it's just very frustrating to hear a lot of people that execute and be in these positions and, you know, democratic and have these voices, but they don't change the laws for people to really navigate how they need to navigate. You know, like it's just real messed up people that can't start over, um, you know, get apartments, have shelters, like even the jobs, the work ethics, it's all to really not really to help us. Like, and I, I'm so frustrated and so like emotional with a lot, but it's a lot, but I don't have no real community, real people mm-hmm. um, that to really reach out to and stay consistent with that is really in position of power. Or Tell really me your name one more time. And something to change something, you know? Tell me your name one more time. My name is Brianna. Brianna, Brianna thank, you, thank you so much for calling in and listening to the show. And I do hope that you, I want to thank you for listening and also now being inspired to go do a little homework and see what's, what's really going on because you were listening to the Absolutely. show. Thank you so much. Thank you. And so you can be just like Brie and you don't have to wait till you go to the poll because you're going to see these names and you may never have heard of them. There are a number of different websites you can go to right now and see who is running in your area you can type in your address and see who's going to represent you and then you can just go google these people real quick and see okay if you've never heard of andre carson who is andre carson if you like him okay make you a little you can do a sample ballot so that you know when you you've done your homework on these people all right i like andre carson or i don't like andre carson mark that on your list and then when you actually go vote you know you know these people are because when you again when you go to the polls um, especially when you see all like these judges' names, you know you're gonna hear some of the names we talked about, like Diego Morales and 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 uh, Destiny Wells and and Thomas McDermott and Todd Young, who are running for um, uh, you know these big statewide offices. But also pay attention to your school, yeah. Pay attention to your school board, city county council, all those. Yeah. Go ahead. If for me, before we have to sign off, vote.in.vote.indy.gov. Vote.indy.gov. That's for Marion County, Indianapolis, Marion County. That's a very comprehensive website. All you got to do is put in your address, and it will display a ballot exactly who you will be voting for. It'll display your ballot. Vote.nd.gov. Vote.nd.gov. And Tina, one more time as we get ready to wrap up, I'm going to start playing the music, but give us the details because it's on the top of your brain. Where can you vote today, tomorrow, and on Tuesday? Today, tomorrow, and Tuesday. Uh, my goodness, Cameron, I didn't have all of them. But there are eight vote centers. Uh, there's... Um, Pike Township Library. Uh, in the, oh, you didn't uh, have to name them. Oh, oh, you can vote. Okay, I was going to say, because I don't have it right here. I'm, I'm sitting outside the church right now waiting to go in. But um, 11 to 6, one of in, any nine vote centers, including the city county building. There is a there is an early vote center in every township here in Marion County. There is an early vote center. Check your county if you do not live in Marion County. And you can vote from 11 to 6 today. City county building 11, uh, until noon tomorrow. Uh, election day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., 185 vote centers. Vote wherever you want to vote, wherever you are, where you're standing. Look across the street, behind you, whatever. You can vote. All right, Tina, with that off the top of her head, that's going to do it for this edition of Open Lines. We will talk to you same time, same stations next Sunday live at 8. Please go vote. I don't care who you vote for. It does matter who you vote for because the more you mess around, the more you're going to find out with these politicians. So please do some homework and go vote. I'm going to go vote today starting at 11 a.m. That's going to do it. Good for you. I'm glad. Thank you. Tina, we'll talk to you tomorrow on your show starting live at 1 on WTOC AM 1310, 92.7 and 95.1.
Thank you very much. I'll see everybody then. And good luck to your your niece who is playing in front of the church this morning. We wish her a good show. Thank you very much. She has a good performance, we hope. so. All right, Cameron, have a good day. You too. If you missed any portion of the show, you can always search for Open Lines on wherever it is you get your podcast. And, of course, do like Georgia Boy, who's from who's from Indianapolis, lives in Atlanta, but is visiting Miami this morning. He's still listening to us, listening to us on his app. Be like Georgia Boy. Don't miss a second of the show. We'll see you next Sunday live at 8.